Hello guys, what is going on? Son of Chelsea back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Hope you're all doing well and keeping safe on this Wednesday. Today, talking about a shortlist to potentially replace Frank Lampard in the future. Also, Callum Hudson-Odoi and some incredible stats surrounding the winger so far this season. And finally, this rubbish story about Avram Grant returning to Chelsea. I have to address it because Matt Law rubbished it today and sort of the ridiculousness of it. So we'll get into that and everything else. Before we do, I want to ask you guys, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you never miss an upload also do me a favor by hitting that like button because it helps out the channel as well so this short list and these sort of coaches have been named recently obviously with the athletic breaking that story after man city about lampard's job being under threat i've spoken a lot on the channel about this issue and sort of my belief that lampard should stay just to make that clear if you haven't been watching my channel recently that is my position and i think that you know i think it'd be stupid for chelsea to sack frank lampard at least at the moment and also my i, I still feel the same about in in terms of replacing him i think there's a lot more thinking about replacing him in terms of who you're going to bring in does that manager actually suit Chelsea do we have to set up to help a coach succeed in our current sort of setup and culture I think that's an issue as well Christian Falk from Bill claiming the shortlist includes Thomas Tuchel Massimiliano Allegri Brendan Rodgers Ralph Hasenhutl and Julian Nagelsmann are on the shortlist Falk also claims that non-binding contact was made with Tuchel and Allegri's management. I have no clue what non-binding contact means. It's such a sort of a phrase that you hear a lot of time in, say, transfer stories, whether it's monitoring players or getting ready to submit a bid. Um, I just, I don't think it means a lot, but obviously these names are quite obvious in relation to Chelsea and sort of the coach you'd think could replace Lampard in the future. So let's go through the shortlist looking at each manager. I spoke about Thomas Tuchel before, was at Borussia Dortmund and recently PSG. Chelsea were warned off Tuchel in 2017 due to his fallout with owners that does have a decent track record developing young players. The best example being Usman Dembele at Borussia Dortmund and Christian Pulisic was given his debut in the Bundesliga under Tuchel. Allegri won four consecutive domestic doubles between 2015 and 2018 with Juventus, the only coach to achieve this feat in the top five European leagues. Allegri left Juventus with a win percentage of 70.48%, which is currently the highest in the history of Juve. Brennan Rodgers' next Leicester manager history of Chelsea working with the academy in the mid noughties before becoming a head coach leading Swansea to the Premier League in 2011 he then joined Liverpool a season later in 2012 taking them within inches of the Premier League title in 2013-14 I think we know why and Chelsea have a lot to do with that joined Celtic and enjoyed consistent domestic success before returning to England with Leicester who got close to Champions League qualification last season and are competing for it again this season with a balanced attacking style of play Ralph Hasenhut were doing very well at Southampton and recovering wonderfully after that 9-0 defeat to Leicester in October 2019. Receiving praise for his intense pressing system and looking back to his good work at RB Leipzig before arriving to England's top tier. Bit like Rodgers now has Premier League experience and a clear identity to instill within his team. And finally, Julian Nagelsmann, current Leipzig head coach, got them into the Champions League and to the semi-final last season using a high pressing style of play. Timo Werner connection there as well. I've said this before, I don't want Lampard to, to go and I said this on added time on Monday, so please go and check this out right I got a question about Lampard's potential successor in the future and I said that unless especially with some of these coaches I look at Hassan Hootu I look at Nagelsmann I look at even Brendan Rodgers less so with Tuchel and Allegri because they've dealt with big clubs and I look at say Tuchel now who of course was at PSG and I think about sort of the similarities maybe in politics at PSG and Chelsea and dealing with that I look at Allegri and Tuchel and I feel about, you know, Conte and Sarri. And I look at very similarities between the two. And I think that potentially what you could have a situation on your hands once again, where it's very short term, one to two years, we maybe have some success.
success with them, but there's a fallout with the board and they eventually leave the club. I look at the next three in Rodgers, Hasenhutl and Nagelsmann. As coaches, I'd like to see at Chelsea and coaches, I want to see at Chelsea moving forward the idea of a clear style of play, but also the idea of a longer term project and actually giving patience to coaches. But as I've said, whether it's with Lampard, the level of experience they are, I think is a bit irrelevant at the moment with Chelsea because when Carlo Ancelotti's not given patience, um, it doesn't really matter who you bring in if you're not going to allow them to build their projects. And I feel that with Hasenhutl, whether it's Negelsmann, with Brennan Rodgers, if you don't set up the club to help that coach thrive in that system, if they need a bit more time and they are the sort of coach, especially with more progressive coaches, I've said this before, if they're trying to instill sort of a advanced sort of attacking system into the team, we saw this with Maurizio Sarri, who said in his first press conference as Chelsea head coach, he needed 18 months to instill his style of play and principles in Napoli. I think it says a lot. So that's something to consider as well. Um, it seems like Lampard's going to be given time. That's what Matt Law has been reporting about recently. I spoke a lot about Lampard. Uh, we have to see now if Chelsea return to form. I think all of these noises will go down pretty quickly. But if they don't and Chelsea continue to struggle on the pitch, there'll be more rumours about Lampard's departure. I know there's a lot of people who watch my videos who think that Lampard should be gone or at least maybe on the other side of that saying that Lampard should be given more time. I just think generally there needs to be sort of a discussion, a wider discussion about sort of Chelsea and what we do with head coaches moving forward and sort of understanding what we want from that head coach too I think is a massive issue we've had in the past. Let me know your opinions on this whole issue and the shortlist and all that good stuff in the comments below. Next I want to talk about Callum Hudson-Odoi and some really impressive stats surrounding the winger so far this season. This comes from expected Chelsea, this graph here um, that looks very good for Callum Hudson-Odoi in terms of where he ranks so far this season for penalty box threat of under 24 attackers in the top five European leagues. So it analyzes the carries into the penalty area but also passes into the penalty area and as you can see right at the top there on the right is Callum Hudson-Odoi who ranks the highest. Now as noted by expected Chelsea the sample size is really small so don't use this to suggest that Callum Hudson-Odoi is better than elite attackers like Jadon Sancho, Mbappe and the likes. I made this chart half in jest and there is a chance his numbers decline eventually. Absolutely that was sort of my first instinct looking at these numbers and thinking about the amount he has played under Lampard this season. I do want to say I think there has been purpose behind Callum's play this season. I think when he gets the ball now and when he's on the pitch there's a lot more directness or at least there's a clinical edge to what he does and I'm not just talking about in front of goal whether it be passing, switching of play, making the right runs like the intelligent run he made against Morgan for that third goal on Sunday. Um, whether I think about you know his influence on the pitch or off the bench against Arsenal and Man City. I think he understands being at Chelsea now the increased competition in his area with Hakim Ziyech, Pulisic, Werner, Havertz could play out there as well that he needs to step up and I think in the past my frustration with criticism of say Lampard um, about Kalamata treatment is that when Chelsea have been winning games and Callum's been playing well in midweek games, but then we go on to win at the weekend and Callum doesn't start that game, people are having to go at Lampard. I think context matters. I think this period right here is the moment where Callum should be playing because I think Callum's doing all he can to get into the first team. Chelsea are no longer winning games consistently and we've struggled in form. And I think this is the moment Callum needs to be given an opportunity in the Premier League to prove himself. And when he gets that chance, he needs to prove himself once again and be clinical in front of goal. It's interesting thinking about what Callum is going to be like as a winger because I think that you look towards Christian Pulisic. The great thing about sort of our wingers at the moment is there's a lot of variety there and you want to look at Pulisic and Ziyech. Pulisic, very much a goal-scoring winger. You know, someone who I think in his career can score a lot of goals. Very direct, has anticipation to get into the box in central areas. Hakim Ziyech is not sort of the bursting sort of winger, sort of going onto the touchline and taking on his man. He's very much more elegant on the ball. He likes to get into central areas. He likes to cut back onto his left foot. Very different type of winger, which can help balance out the 
team in those areas. But Callum, you hope maybe could be a bit of a hybrid. I, I spoke about this with Gilmore in relation to Jorginho and Kante. Could maybe be a hybrid between a Pulisic and Ziyech. I get the sense he could be a very good goal scorer because I think he has got the pace and intent to get into the box and also the dribbling ability as those stats prove to really be dangerous. But I also think he's got the crossing ability to set up a lot of goals too. So it's not like he can't do both. And also Lampard's demands on his wingers. You know, he spoke a lot about wingers recently and Nini FC made a brilliant video earlier today analysing Chelsea and analysing Callum Hudson-Odoi and looking at what Callum is offering for Chelsea at the moment on the left and right. So please go and check it out. I'll leave a link in the description box below. Very good analysis of Chelsea so far. Um, but I feel with Callum, it's sort of what Lampard wants because he's always demanding his wingers get into the box and score more goals. And if Callum does start against Fulham, you want to see him take that opportunity because he can be a very dangerous player for Chelsea. And you think about all those links in the past to Bayern Munich, that uncertainty about him staying at Chelsea, the injury issues a day behind him now. I want to hear your opinions about Callum Hudson-Odoi. Do you think he should be a guaranteed starter at the moment for Lampard? But also moving forward, looking at these stats, do you think he's got a high ceiling in his career? Let me know in the comments below. And finally, just want to address this comical story about Avram Grant potentially returning to Chelsea uh, to apparently help out Frank Lampard. This came from Sky Sports. I saw some people covering it recently and I didn't because it just had that whiff of BS around it. And Matt Law today tweeting, as you can see here, I had been ignoring this, but seeing as it won't fully go away, I'm assured on good authority that Chelsea have no plans to bring back Avram Grant in any capacity. Um, it's just ridiculous to me. And I think, you know, Sky Sports, who used to be such a top source for transfer news and just football news, have sort of gone down in my estimation. And Matt Law, one of the most trusted sources for Chelsea news in general, stating this so strongly, I think tells you a lot. Um, it's just comical. And I also think it's it's so opportunistic with the current struggles of Lampard and, and concerns about his future that I was speaking about earlier in the video, apparently replacements for him in the future. Um, it just, it did make a lot of sense to me. It felt almost like fictional in a sense. Of course, Grant was here in two. 2007 2008 but you know in terms of him returning to Chelsea it's just not going to happen so I think that uh, buried at now we can move on and talk about more serious issues so that's why I wanted to bring up that today with Matt Law someone who I do respect in terms of Chelsea news rubbishing that story but that is it for this edition of Let's Talk Chelsea thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch it if you did enjoy it hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea and I'll see you again